Hey everyone, welcome to the Hardly Resourceful Podcast. I'm Nick, and what am I talking about today? Talking about race and media, specifically from an Asian lens. Oh, wait, he doesn't sound Asian. <laughs> I just got you, you racist. Asian doesn't sound like anything. Well, just kidding. Well, not really. I don't know. What are my values? There's no values. Anyway, so I was having this discussion with a friend, and we were talking about race and media. Oh, who, who talks about that kind of stuff? Well, I do, with my friends. And yes, I am a strange person who talks to himself like he just did then. Anyway, so we were talking about hardly rich Asians. Hardly rich Asians? Crazy rich Asians. Crazy rich Asians. So, I couldn't get through the movie. I actually found it so painful to watch. Because the fir- I remember the first scene, you've got this, um, for those who haven't watched it, you've got this... Uh, it's, what is it, hotel, it's raining, and there's these really obviously fancy, rich Asian people. And they go to the they go to this hotel, and they don't get served or whatever, because they're Asian. And it's meant to, like, set up this whole thing in the film, like, oh, racism and all this kind of stuff. But it's like, I'm sorry, man, it hits a point where if you're that fucking rich, you're gonna get in, I'm regardless of what color you are. Because money doesn't see race, man. If you're that crazy and rich, it's gonna, like, you're gonna open up doors. So, like, for me, it, like, created this whole unrealistic thing about, this whole thing about rich racism. It's like, dude, money talks, you know what I mean? Anyway, and I just did not like the movie. Uh, The thing is, is that, the funny part is, is that a lot of Asians really embraced it, and they're talking about how good it is in media, and how it's really good representation, and all this kind of stuff, which, like, it's a good point. Because, so far, me growing up, you know, most Asian representation wasn't really that great, you know? And, really, it was really taken on this whole, uh, this is a literary thing. They're called, like, Orientalism, where essentially, I'm going to keep it keep brief, where there's a different view on how the West views the East. So, like, your Asia, your Asia Minor for, like, the history buffs out there, you know, that's, like, the Tur- your um, Turkey, Middle East area, where men were always seen as quite effeminate, weak, um, strange, and then you had women who were always seen as seductive, temptresses, you know, kind of tempting you away from God. That kind of, like, that's a super brief history on it. Not even a history, just, like, a, some random dude in front of Mike's take on it. But it's got a lot of, it's had a lot of pull. You might, a lot of people wouldn't realize this, because who thinks about this stuff? You're too busy trying to live your life, you know what I mean? But in how people view, especially, I'm going to take this as a perspective of an Asian man, if you can tell by my manly voice. Yes, oh yes, my, oh manly. But a lot of people, I'd say, view, don't really view Asian men as tough, you know? Sorry, random dog. And... And, um, so they don't really view, it's funny because there's not a lot of, you don't really see Asian men as manly. Damn, that dog's a pain in the ass. Actually, that reminds, (laughs) I'm going to get back, okay. Sorry, this is going to be complete sidetrack, but this reminds me of a story I heard from a friend. So, (laughs) my friend was talking about how he was talking to someone at a party. 
and they had recently bought a puppy. This is nine months ago. So yeah, pretty recent. And this puppy was super, super excited as all young puppies are. And it got a red rocket, you know, euphemism for a penis. And they're like, oh, geez, look at this little fellow. He's got, he's got a, got a, got a boner. What do we do with it? Now nah, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Anyway, now it passes and he's like, still got like big, big, well, relatively big for a puppy, little, big, little red rocket. And they didn't know what to do. And they're like, oh, should we, what, what do we do? What do we do? And the boyfriend of this person's like, oh, why don't you jerk off the dog? <laughs> then they proceed to jerk off the dog. <laughs> and of course it goes away. But if you're worried about a dog and you don't know what's happening to its private parts, wouldn't you think to Google it or go to a vet? But then this guy's idea was to go, oh, actually, I think we should jerk off the dog. That's a good idea. And... Yeah, he jerked off the dog. I mean, the dogs, no one was hurting this, but the dog's, like, gonna really like the guy. Well, it's kind of bad because they broke up, and now the dog's with the girl, and I guess the dog's not getting jerked off anymore. Sorry. <laughs> that was such a, that's such a random mess. Oh, my God. Racism. Jesus Christ. No, just race in general. Okay, back to it. What's it talking about? Asians, how they're seen. Okay, yeah. So generally, okay, yeah, you can say your Bruce Lees, your Jackie Chans. That's about it. You know, yeah, they're cool badasses, but it's kind of like a novelty. Look at this, look at this Asian dude who knows a karate and all this kind of jazz. But then generally, they're not really seen as like big buff manly people. They're kind of just seen as these uh weaker side characters, you know, and all they just use is a gimmick. And I'm going to be the first to say this, like, how media represents you isn't how you shouldn't use that as an excuse to not act your best and be your best person, because you are, you are your own person, you know what I mean? And using media as an excuse won't let you get ahead in life, but at the same time, there is an element of this media we consume all the time that can make it harder for you. I'm not saying it's the only, it's an excuse to not be your best, but it is a contributing factor for a lot of people. So you've got this funny thing, especially let's look at dating for a second with Asians. So you've got like um, white fellas, all you white, all you white boys. It's okay, I'm half white. I'm half white, and uh, but you white boys got that. Uh, you like Asian girls, you know. You got that yellow fever. You got the that 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 need for rice it's okay i can say this and which is all good you go hoss you put your dick in whatever you want that's consenting that's that's the big thing as long as both people are happy i don't care but then you don't really have that so much for men the asian men aren't particularly seen um aren't particularly uh, fonded over like the asian women now there's a lot of reasons for it Met. But then one of the uh, there is that argument of well in media they're always seen as these really seductive, different, um, kind of trophy exotic pieces of meat that you want to conquer. You know what I mean? 
Like, <laughs> you want to conquer like how the British conquered the conquered the known world, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I'll take that tea. Oh my, sorry, India. Have some colonialism. Um... But then, so much, but then the women, it's funny, the women, women aren't so much into Asians. And again, it's what, like, people have their preferences. Like, I, I, it's so easy just to go, well, all white women don't want to date me because of Asians. It's like, yeah, no, fuck that. Don't be such a baby, you know? People are attracted to personalities, yes, and they're attracted to looks. And if they're not attracted to you, for you then fuck them. Who gives a shit? You gotta own your life, you know what I mean? But it's, I remember watching this a while ago on YouTube, there's some women who are really into Asian dudes because they're super submissive. They like this kind of, they want to be assertive. They want to kind of have control over. They want, it's like very dominatrixy. Like I'm not like, not like crushing your balls dominatrix, more like I'm going to slap you and call you bitch kind of dominatrix, you know, the light stuff, you know, not the real like pegging. I'm going to peg you and step your nuts and shock your nipples. You know what I mean? Like a, like a good, a good Saturday night for me. Um, but it, 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 it's this small little sphere that you can really see this behavior getting reinforced, which I think is quite interesting on the perspective of an outsider. Because the funniest part about being a halfie is that you're not really accept on one side or the other. So you kind of just got to make your own ways, you know, like the white people only see you as, they see you as Asian and the Asians, I mean, Asians see you as Asian too, funnily enough. They, I remember once I went to a, uh, what was it, a shop. I went to a sh- computer repair shop. And I had this, I was with my dad, and we were trying to get a computer fixed, obviously, computer repair shop. And uh, my dad and the shop owner are speaking Cantonese. And I can't speak, uh, I, can, I can't speak shit in it. The only thing I know is how to count to ten. Yet, ni sam say ng lok chak bak say ja probably butchered the fuck out of that. And I also know how to say something really bad. It's a dudule lombo. Yeah, that goes out to all the that's I think it's something to do with the fucking mothers' vaginas or something. So to all the mothers people's mothers whose vaginas are out there, I don't wish them to be fucked unless they want to get fucked. Because mothers need love too. <laughs> um What the fuck was my point? How ah uh, yeah. So um, so the shopkeeper would would start speaking to me in Cantonese, and I go, "Sorry, man, I only speak English." And it was almost a little bit offended by that. It's just like, "What? Why do you only speak English?" Guaylo, uh, Guaylo, that's another one. You got uh, for all the white people out there, Guaylo is a white devil. So if someone you're somewhere and someone goes, "I'm not Guaylo," then you you know someone's talking shit about you. You know, you can probably tell anyway. Um, so you. Being this halfie, you're kind of in this weird middle ground, you know, which, you know, it's, it is what it is. Like, it gives, it's a unique perspective where I've been blessed to be able to see two different worlds, you know. I get to see the white Australian world, which I think I'm more leading towards, I'm, I'm Aussie, not going to lie about that, fair dinkum, and my Asian roots, my Chinese roots, and I have a lot of respect for both sides, you know, and I'm like, I'm lucky to be able to experience both sides, you know, but at the same time, you know, it was rough, but life life is rough for everybody in different ways, 
And how does this relate back to the media? Well, in some arguments would say if, you, if particular people don't get seen in other part in media and normalized, these stereotypes perpetuate themselves. Like what I was saying earlier about how Asian women are seen as tantalizing and seductive and exotic, and Asian men are kind of seen as effeminate and not manly, which is generally traits that say this is a hetero relationship where women are more interested in men who are more manly and more assertive, which is fine. And some people aren't into that and whatever. I, I'm just I'm speaking in general, in large brushstrokes here. So Crazy Rich Asians did this huge thing for the Asian community, which is great. But at the same time, I feel like it's it wasn't... There's something... I find something disingenuous about a full Asian cast in a Western thing. Because, like, there's a lot of Asian cinema out there. Huge, crazy productions um, that is have really interesting characters and really interesting stuff. But, of course, it is only for the Asian audience. But then if you come into this weird where Crazy Rich Asians comes in, it's almost commodifying on this strange... A, this strange... Uh, commodification of Asian stereotypes. It's like, oh, yeah, but it really breaks apart from it. It's like, well, the main guy's a mix, so, you know, it's like, oh, okay, so he's not completely Asian, so, you know, he's not completely... He's close enough to what we like, you know, and I can't believe how many people just assumed I like Crazy Rich Asians because I'm half Chinese. I don't care. I, I don't care about those kind of movies. Like, I, I care about good characters in shows who are just the way they are. Like, I, I, I'm of the opinion you shouldn't really write to race. It should be just write a good character. And I think a good example of that, you've got um, Chang in Community. He, for anyone who hasn't watched it, it's a show, Community is a show by Dan Harmon. Um, that was years ago. You can watch it on Netflix. But it has a character called Chang, who is a Spanish teacher. And his first introduction is complete... Try he's trying to... He plays around with this idea of race and really, like, plays it perfectly. For whoever hasn't seen it, Google it now. It's hilarious. You just do Chang introduction community. He visibly and, I would say, articulately, cracks at Asian stereotypes. It's like, oh, why can't you... You're a Chinese dude, shouldn't you be teaching, like, tr like uh, stereotypical uh, maths, photography, all that crap. And it's hilarious because he's having a crack at no one. No one is saying these things, but he's immediately kind of poised to go on the attack. It's like, oh, you're against me because I'm Asian and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, Whoa, you, you're crazy, man. But then as the show goes on, it like his race is barely touched on except for certain situations where even he gets confused by his race, which is funny because you hit the certain point of, like, yeah, he's Chinese, but he's also just a crazy person, not because he's Chinese, because he's a crazy person. But that being said, I don't, I, I don't like the idea of racelessness you know what i mean it's like you know in the, uh, in the office where um there's a dwight uh there's a uh, there's a dwight there's a prank on dwight and you got dwight being confused that jim is asian and it's played by the dude i always forget the guy's name he was on mad tv 
he was in the um, dictator dictator what one about North Korea where um, so in in the office they uh, Dwight's confused going oh well uh, you're not Chinese you're not Asian he's like oh good on you for not seeing race and it's funny because it's like oh yeah ha 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 they're like it's a funny little joke but then it's like I hate that I hate that when people say oh thanks for not seeing race or you know it, it's like well, no, race exists. You can't just pretend that everyone's just some homogeneous blob that doesn't have different culture or experiences and all this kind of shit. It's all this nonsense that just makes things worse. It's, um, I remember I was at a games night once and this person was telling me a story about, oh, fuck, I don't know. It was about, oh, yeah, about a colleague and didn't refer to the colleague by race. And I was like, okay, whatever. I didn't know what the colleague's race was and all this kind of stuff. And then someone said something racist to this person. And I was like, whoa, wait. I okay, well, what the hell did that come from? It's like, oh, well, I didn't want to make, make a point about her race because then that sets her up for negative stereotypes. And I'm like, well, you're automatically assuming that I'm going to have all these negative stereotypes about this person. Like, if anything, race is a very important identifier in some in some places. And especially context is so important. Like, if you're going to go, hey, well, I, I work, oh, yeah, uh, here's Catherine, and she's, you know, Chinese. You'd be like, whoa, whoa, buddy, what are you doing? Well, I'm just saying what we're all thinking. Asians, am I right? It's like, you know, it's like this pussyfooting around race is so stupid, man. I hate it. And I remember once I was telling a story to this same group and I said something along the lines of someone being Asian or something like that. And they were like, oh, well, you can't talk about race. I'm like, I'm fucking Asian, people. Like, what do you mean I can't talk about race? The fact that you're not talking about race is making it worse. Like, it's part of who I am. You know, it's part of who people are. And at the same time, people shouldn't be ashamed of who they are, be they white, black, Asian, and anything else. I, I like, you know, it, it's not, it's this weird, we're doing this weird commodification of like, you know, even like white people, I swear to God, white people are like obsessed about not being white. You've got this like, well, actually I'm a Scandinavian mix and I actually have some Peruvian heritage and all this kind of bullshit. And you're just like, dude, just own that you're like English or Irish or some shit. Like, who cares? And people who are so fucking dismissive on themselves going like, you know, basic white bitch. And you're like, why would you immediately just want to try and make yourself seem worse? You know, it's just like, I'm not going to go, well, you know, I'm half Chinese. I really like rice. <laughs> I'm such a basic Asian. Like, think about it, people. How fucking stupid it is. Like, it's... You just got to be proud of who you are. Yes, the past is the past. We need to acknowledge history. But at the same time, you're your, you are your own person right now. You know what I mean? You are, you are a human being who can make their own and forge their own path. And you need to stand up and fight for shit you believe in. And don't just, you know, the self-deprecation nonsense of who you are as a race because you're already defeating yourself. You know what I mean? Anyway. That ran us right aside. So yeah, it's that it's that racelessness that I hate. I hate this kind of like oh well racelessness, ha ha ha. It's like no, 
It's silly, it's dumb, for all the reasons I've just said. And you've even got, like, one show that I like is uh, Kim's Convenience, because it kind of gives that eth- funny ethnic parent experience that a lot of uh, people who've had their parents who were fresh off the boat, um, they can relate to. I, me, not so much. I Because my father was very... Uh, integrated into Western society. He is still very much a proud proud Asian man, but it's not so um, old country, you know what I mean? For anyone out there who would know what that, that means. And, but this, yeah, so anyway, Kim's Convenience was, it's, it's a really funny, good show that talks about the immigrant life, but does it in just a matter-of-fact way. I don't feel like it tokenizes it. It's Obviously, they're focusing more on the Asian community in this Canadian area, but I don't feel like it's... It's more authentic, which I kind of like. It's like, this could be any immigrant family. Like, seriously, it could be... It could be Indian, Pakistani. It, it could be African. It could be... You know, it could even be a European family. It's this... Is, it's this... Like... It's funny because it... It shows how much strife, hardship, and love that all of these types of communities have. And it's it's just good to see on TV. But the funny part is, you know, you've got one, one kid who's super into photography, and you're like, ah, there's the stereotype. But, like, you know, sometimes stereotypes aren't that bad. You know, it's a bit of fun, a bit of a joke. It's like, oh, you're all good at maths, ha, ha, ha. And it's like, well, apparently there's actually a reason for that. Um, I remember uh, there was, it's like, the Chinese specifically, they really, depending on certain parts in China, they learn maths using ab- the abacus, you know, the, the big rack thing, things on them. And they can do that shit so quickly, faster than I can input stuff into a calculator. And it's like, Damn! You're really good at maths. It's like, well, yeah, I just see the abacus and it works. And you're like, Jesus Christ. I can barely, like, I can barely type this shit into a, into a freaking calculator. And you can just do it in your head? Yeah, yeah. It's like, damn. Damn, I wish I took that stereotype. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, like, like what is, like, so what, what, what am I getting at? Well... The thing is, is that race is a complicated issue. There's no answer to it, especially race in media. I'm of the opinion, the more the better. Give, you know, give the best people the work. Give the best Asian, African, white, all that. Just give them all the best work. And yes, there aren't a lot of opportunities for people of color. Yes, I I acknowledge that. But we can't tokenize either we can't be like we need to hit our racial quota we need to do this we need to do that no 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 don't even try man we need to create authentic tales that we as people can all connect to you know like that like kim's convenience character like kim's convenience the immigrant tale while not everyone is an immigrant someone's family was an immigrant at some point you know everyone has had that feeling of that integration somewhere new that you don't know or you've always had that quirky weird math teacher oh wait Spanish teacher from community like you met these quirky people who are a certain race you know and yeah some stereotypes are true 
Like, there's and not, and I don't want to do this whole like racist spiel thing. It's like, well, you know, but they say about Asians, they're really cheap. Um, actually, actually, funny story. Speaking of, um, speaking of, uh, what the fuck? Stereotypes. So I was dating this girl, and I was meeting her grandparents, and I learned a new stereotype. So they were talking to me, and they were, like, talking about RSLs and gambling, going like, oh, oh, you know, those pokey machines are really bad, you know, a lot of gambling, a lot of money lost, blah, 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 and I go, yep, I, you know, put five bucks in it, and that's about it. Oh, yeah, well, you know, gambling's really, really bad, and blah, blah, blah. And they kept on going on and on and on. These two were lovely. They were just, just keep on going on about it. And I could see my girlfriend at the time. She was looking at me like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I'm like, what, what? And then after, she looked at me and said, they, they thought you were into gambling because you're Asian. And I'm like, bitch, what? This is a, this is a, this is a thing? And, um... They're like, she's like, yeah, 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 it's a, yeah. I'm like, oh my god! And I went back, went back home, told my parents, and they were like, yeah, that's a thing. I'm like, god damn, why didn't I know this? Isn't there like an induction pack for stereotypes? You know, it's like Jesus Christ. Um, and there was another one. See, this is this is another one. This is another good one. Um, I was with the same same ex girlfriend, and we were getting a present for one of her friends. And we had just seen 12 Years a Slave. Great movie. Highly recommended to watch it. Highly recommend all you watch it. And I dropped the ticket stub because we were going to pay for it. And this woman was like, ah, slavery's pretty bad. And I'm like, yeah. Like, tell someone new. And it's like, yeah, slavery's really bad. In China, she said it like that. China, this is before Trump, mind you. And I just looked at her, and I was like, what did you just say, bitch? And then my girlfriend could read the tension, paid and left. And I, and I had to get the last word in, because I'm that, I'm that petty. And I, in front of her store, I yelled out, was that bitch just racist? And walked away. You know, little victories. Because there was this whole thing about, like, Chinese trafficking and slavery that I was more aware of than the gambling stereotype. But it's like, I'm just a dude buying something for someone. Am I, go- am I people trafficking my white girlfriend? Maybe? Like, god damn, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> but, you know, you can't help but laugh about it, you know? It's fucking shit as racism and all that shit is. It just goes to show how the world can be rough and people can be cruel, but there are still people out there who love you for you, you know? And you are the one that has to carve out your space in this world, regardless of the stereotypes, you know? You've got to forge a path, be it communicating about diversity in media in a reasonable way, it's telling your stories, get out there, write, act, sing, dance, all that shit. Because you got to be true to you, no one else. I'm Nick with the Highly Resourceful Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, if you still are. And yeah, fuck it.